mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Stupid. I didn't have it plugged in. <laughs> this is the Bill Squire Show. I'm, I'm doing all this stuff wrong. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Bill Squire Show. I am your host, Bill Squire. What a cool name. Anyway, I'm here with uh, my pal, Galena Ravina. Hi, it's so good to be here. It's I'm... so it's nice to finally have you in, in the studio. I think you're the second person in. AJ was well. Well, Mary was over Zoom, so yeah. So you're the second instance. I got the new table. Oh, awesome! Uh, so I'm very excited about the new setup here. Uh, and you are the first guest to be on since since we hit 1,000 subscribers. Oh, congratulations! Thank you very much. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's one of those things that you work really hard at and beg people to, you know, subscribe, and then you just hope that they. Start watching as well. Subscribing is one thing, but watching, also very nice. But I'm going to play a little video here from my girlfriend uh, that we we made uh, in, you know, just in, in celebration. It's it's quick. So this will be... And we got AJ over here producing. Say hi, AJ. Hi, AJ. <laughs> you good? I'm fantastic. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and uh, pull. You got the video here? Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. I just want to thank you for getting me to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. It means the world to me, and we're celebrating. Come on in here. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey. Oh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> then you go back to me. Uh, so, yeah, it's just uh, popping champagne bottles, and my girlfriend was wearing Bill Squire Show stickers over her nipples which was, you know, a nice thing. And I have Bill Squire Show stickers here for you. Ooh. You do not have to put them over your nipples. Thank you. I saw that post, and I commend you. She's got a great rack. She's, you know, she's got it going on. And she's not afraid to show it either. And then I made us some coffee. We got some hey, uh, some you. coffee here with a little Cheers. bit of peanut butter whiskey, just a little touch. It's so good. And then some uh, vanilla, French vanilla stuff. Hmm. Galena is a comedian and podcaster. Uh, I did her podcast a couple weeks ago. We talked about dogs for an hour, mm -hmm. and it was great. And you're a very funny comedian. Thank you. Uh, and uh, you live in L.A., but you're originally from – well, you're, you, you grew up here mostly, mm -hmm. but you're originally from Russia. I'm from Ukraine. Ukraine. Ah, God damn yeah. it. I get no, it wrong okay. every time. It's okay. You know what? It was all the same when I was born, so. Yeah. It's really – There you splitting go. hairs. There you go. Soviet block. Mm -hmm. Oh. I see. I, you gotta let me know because I, I don't have you live all the time. 
right. <laughs> uh, so you came over when you were a child and like, what's the most Russian thing you, you still do or Ukrainian or, you know, mm, Eastern so European? Honestly, there's things that culturally my family just never transitioned into, um, being, I guess, more Americanized. And, mm-hmm. and one really good example is anytime they have any kind of family dinner, um, they don't drink like Americans drink. They pour shots and then they make excuses to toast so they can drink their shots. Uh-huh. It's not like standard American dinner where people will have a like cocktail, a cocktail and yeah. sip on it. They won't drink it unless someone goes, oh, to your health, to the children's health. And then they have to cheers and take shots so they will toast, you know, everybody at the table. Uh-huh. When they run out of that, they'll be like, oh, to Tesla stock or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. Just to do a shot. Uh, GameStop. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, so no real mixed drinks. It's all. Oh, it's all shots. It's all shots. They don't do cocktails. So you they don't get mess around. messed up. Yeah. I don't because I don't drink like that. Probably yeah. because the example's been set for me mm-hmm. to not do that. Uh, but that is how they do it. They straight up just take shots. And then, like, how long do dinners take? And then also, how messed up is everybody by the end of the dinner? Like, how many shots would you say they do during, like, a typical family dinner like this? About a dozen. A dozen? That's and they so sit for many. hours. I mean, yeah. it's a whole, it's an event. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. It is. And there's a closeness to it that's mm-hmm. so authentic and, and so um, just, like, set in good intentions where yeah. that's just how they get together. That's how they do it. Um, but I do think it's a cultural thing because I don't really know about any other yeah, <laughs> families that congregate the way we congregate. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, I grew up Mormon, so that there's no shots at all. It's just you know long meals, but it's still just uh, awkward silences and you know just not great. Um, what's I, I'm I'm, but you don't you don't go shot for shot with them. I don't go shot. For and is there any, do they no. look down on you or do they go, ah, she's just little or something? They're over it. And I yeah. think that there's some sort of pass that I get because they're just like, oh, she's Californized or whatever. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm, I'm making up a verb there, but I don't, th- I just don't like getting drunk in mm-hmm. general. So I don't go toe to toe with them because I can't stand getting drunk. And they've just accepted that about me a long time ago. Right. I like, I like getting drunk, but I don't like to be like 12 shots drunk. That's too mm-hmm. drunk. I like to be buzzed and feeling good. Yeah. Like, that's a nice, uh, you know, I think one of the last times, not last time, but a couple times when you come to town, we've had uh, Christmas sales together. Yeah. And that's like a good drunk. That's a good drunk. And that's what I do. I have like a drink or mm-hmm. two, maybe three. T- three is like a wild night for me. Yeah. Um, as soon as I can feel myself getting drunk, that's when I stop because it's just not worth losing the following day for me. I got to a point probably at like age 22 or 23 when hangovers just became debilitating and I was mm. like, I'm out. This is not for me. Um, somebody wants you to say vodka like old school Ukrainian Russian style. They're going to be disappointed because it's just vodka. Just vodka? Yeah, not That's vodka. Not. Then nothing the else. Well, oh, there it. you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take, sorry, Bill can't stick around. Taking my mom to get vaccinated. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's good. That's a great uh, AJ's thing. AJ's da- vaccinated. Ah, Mazel. Yeah. So he's he's killing it. Uh, whose mangy mud is that? That is my mangy mud. Not a mangy mud at all, but mauling me a little bit. Yeah, she's just <laughs> she likes she likes women a lot, oh. and uh, she likes attention a lot. 
and she's getting she's getting groomed today. That's my dog Whoopsie though. Uh, so thanks for for asking about that. And if you want to call the show, you call two one six three zero two eight seven eight three. We can take your calls live. So if you have any questions for us, any questions about the topic, you want to chime in on a topic that we're talking about, you're more than welcome. Um, so again, thanks to everybody getting me to one thousand followers. Uh, Galena's here, and we are going to have a good time. One thing that I love about Galena is you're like a car girl. Oh, I'm such a car girl. You're like so into cars and it's uh, cool. And that's why you also love the Fast and Furious franchise to like almost a sickening degree. <laughs> it's half. I, I do it half ironically mm-hmm. as far as how hard I lean into it on social of like constantly propping up and posting about Fast and Furious stuff. But at the same time, I do genuinely love it that much. It's, I know it's fun silly, movies. They're, but they're, they're fun movies. They're very fun movies. And, you know, it's not really about the cars in those movies. It's about the quality acting. It's about the action. <laughs> it's about the script. The script and the story and the family. <laughs> it's all about family, right? Uh, what's his name? Dom? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Well, it was, see, Paul Walker was like my first crush oh. growing up. What, what was it that you saw him in that, like? put him on the map for the you. first fast and furious the first fast and furious mm-hmm. okay i don't know sure. if it was meet the deedles <laughs> <laughs> but then oddly enough it's like there's so many characters in it that i love that are just random peripheral care like ludicrous is in a yeah. bunch of the movies and he's the uh tech guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm just like okay you know what do it luda i love i love when people like that are in a movie and they're you know they're labeled that and they're very one note characters mm-hmm. and he's who does he always kind of spar with he always spars with Tyrese's Tyrese, character. Yeah, so they're always kind of going back and forth. But it's funny because he's like, hey, we need this impossible tech to happen. Can you do that? And he goes, yeah, I can do that. Like he <laughs> takes like a beat and he thinks they go through his head. Yeah, I got you. I can do that. That's not a problem. Every time you see anybody hacking in any oh movie, God, it's, it's always like a, it looks like CAD a little bit for people that studied that. Where it's just like a blue... Yeah. Or black screen, and then there's just all these letters and symbols, and mm-hmm. somehow, like, all of a sudden, they're doing all this to the government. Amazing and you're like, oh, it's code. That easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and just the fastest typing ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I liked hacking in the 90s where it was always just like, I'm almost in. I'm, mm-hmm. that was always their, like, go to line. It's like, oh, calm down. Uh, Tony said that you could totally be a fast and furious flag girl. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, Tony. That made my day. One of the things I love about that franchise so much is that it started off as a movie about stealing DVD players. Yes. And then evolved into them saving the world again and again, and then sometimes trying to be the ones to... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Destroy the world. Things escalated quickly. uh, What's the one where, is it eight or seven, where Dom is like the bad guy? Because he's like programmed or something. It's the fate of the furious one. And here's the thing about those. As ridiculous as they are, they pull talent. Like Charlize Theron was in that one. Yeah. 
I they they absolutely do because it's it's an easy check and they're fun to make mm-hmm. and you know but then also I don't even want to say it's an easy check because like the stunts that those guys have to do right even though they're not doing all the stunts there's still a lot of physical strain that these guys put themselves through to absolutely. like it's like professional wrestling almost yeah to be in a Fast and Furious movie and they've got the Rock in the last handful of movies yeah. so I feel like that's kind of a um, now how do you feel about Hobbs stamp. and Shaw. I didn't like Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I really wanted to. And I was so excited when it came out. I was like, who's going to go see this with me opening day? Nobody. Nobody. Um, and then I saw it and I was like, damn. It's too sci-fi and it's way more sci-fi than the rest of the movies. Like they've got people straight turning into robots. Robot, yeah. Like, and I'm uh, like, no, not for me. But it was so cheesy too. Like when they're like, well, yeah, you're strong and I'm strong and you're good at fighting and I'm mm-hmm. good at fighting. But it turns out if we really want to be able to defeat this guy we have to work together we have to put our differences and our egos aside and work together mm-hmm. now do you have a, a paul walker movie besides fast and furious that you absolutely love um i think it's called brick mansions or something oh yeah 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 Yeah, and again because it's just so i'm someone that is like such a fan of watching people do impressive physicality things yeah and that movie is based... Was he a robber in that one? He wasn't a robber. He was a cop, which is cop, funny because okay. he's also a cop in Fast and Furious. Yeah. But his co-star in it is like a professional... Um, oh my God, why am I blanking on the term? Parkour. Okay. He's a parkourist. So the whole movie is just based on his co-star doing all these crazy parkour moves. Like and letting him into the building? Yeah, letting him into the building. <laughs> <laughs> Climbing all of these... Um, it's funny because it... Could be a political statement if you wanted to look at it that way, because mm-hmm. it's about this like neighborhood that's been walled off, you know, yeah. the Mexico style, where they just like build a wall around it and they're like, we're going to keep this out of the regular neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And then it's this um, Paul Walker and the guy who's doing all the parkour just trying to like save the neighborhood from being destroyed by the big bad government. Gotcha. Um, but once again, you know, all about the script, all yeah. about the depth of the conversations in that movie. Well, I mean, he was known as a. A very talented thespian. Yes, he was. He was on his way to making that turn from like action movies into like real serious. Daniel Day Lewis. So, yeah, he's gonna start. Like, you know, he's gonna get that cancer role or that one where he plays somebody with like a disability mm-hmm. or a gay guy, and then you go, oh, now you're a great actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I it still one like the sad, saddest deaths for sure. People were calling me and checking on me because they knew oh, how no. much I loved him. I was getting phone calls being like, Galena, are you okay? And I'm like, no. I have to go sit by the ocean and just stare into it for Aww. a few days. It was really upsetting. And then on top of that, I've also never really liked Porsches. So the fact that he died in a Porsche, I was like, damn it. And what's your go-to, like your favorite car? I'm really biased because I work for Ferrari and I've been working for them for seven years. Right. So, th- I mean, I love those cars. But that's probably based on how much I know about them versus just uh-huh. being a fan in general. Um, I did get to go to the factory in Italy and watch them get built. And when I tell you, it's just like dozens of Italian people working by hand and like Italian women just stitching leather on the whole floor of the factory. And you're like, whoa, so much goes into these. That's crazy. Like it is crazy to think that like there's still things being built that way. So few of them. Right. And, and that's what makes it so amazing and mm-hmm. like the race history of the company. Small and batch automobiles. Yeah. Exactly. Did you see Ford versus Ferrari? I did. That was great. 
It was, but then I was like conflicted. I'm like, am I sure I'm not supposed to be rooting for Ferrari here? But they did make the factory look really realistic. They were doing scenes when they're over there in Italy and, mm-hmm. and he's at the factory. And I was like, oh, it actually looks like this. That's cool. That's I like that attention to detail. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really cool movie. And it was, you know, one of those things where, you know, Ferrari was dominating and then Ford had this little flare up in mm-hmm. the 60s. And then it went back down, and now Ferrari's, you know, kind of the the thing again. Yeah, although I think, I don't pay too close attention to the races, but I think Mercedes has been doing, doing the better. best over yeah. the last several years. I have no idea. I, I could I also know. be pulling that out of my ass. Yeah. Um, what's like a, like a cheaper car that you'd be like, that'd be badass just to have? Something that's oh. like, like an affordable mm-hmm. but sporty car. Okay, so these you like are, sports cars, right? I do like yeah. sports cars. I love the Nissan GTR, but that's also like a six-figure car, but it's yeah. so much more subtle and muted, and only people that really know cars would recognize it and be like, oh, that Dang, car has yeah. allure, because yeah. it kind of just looks like a Nissan to somebody that wouldn't know better. Uh, um, what's like that's that good? quiet money car. Where it's you... that quiet money car. I mean, I love Audis a lot, mm-hmm. but again, that's not like a necessarily <laughs> not super necessarily, yeah. affordable uh, car. I'm saying like something that... Has the look, uh-huh. you know, that, that something that you could buy for like 30K or less. Is there anything even close to that? I love Subarus. Subarus are great. I drove my mom's Subaru here. Our, They're great WRX, what, which ones does she have? She has the Forester. Okay. Uh, the WRX is a badass car. It is, yeah. That's I like, like their a, sedans too. I've mm-hmm. never owned one of their sedans, but just as a brand in general, I'm yeah. a big fan. I one time was driving a friend's uh, Subaru and... I backed into somebody mm. trying to get out of a parking spot, and somebody, like, I, I didn't do any damage, but there are these two guys, like, looking at me, and they're like, hey, man, we're not going to say anything. And I go, the, they're like, we won't be witnesses. I'm like, no. And this is right after the Cavs won the oh. the championship. <laughs> and I go, no, we're in Cleveland. We're all witnesses. And they go, yeah. And then I just <laughs> took off. And yeah. It was <laughs> but then I found out later you could see some damage, so. It's all right. It was like it was like imprint on dust kind of dance. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't really anything serious. We've all done. Who yeah. hasn't done that? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> um, how do you feel about Crystalia? Oh, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hitting me with the easy stuff. Yeah. Um, Were you a fan of his before like all this stuff came out? I would say that his brand of stand-up is not... For me, mm-hmm. but I was never a person that was ever going to be like, oh, he sucks because it's like, this is an irrefutably successful man. Right, He's exactly. making a shit ton of money. He's selling out theaters. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he has fans. Clearly, there's something to it. So I was never of the mentality, oh, he's not funny. Right, he's I could definitely... Club comic, blah, blah, blah. I could definitely watch him and laugh. Like sure. I never, I, I never was like, oh, he's absolutely terrible, but he mm-hmm. also wasn't anybody that like I would seek out or right. like be like, oh, I got to gotta see the new Dalia hour or something mm-hmm. like that i was in the uh, same camp because it's mostly like physical humor which i'm like okay great there's mm-hmm. space for that there's a market for that i personally love word math so i like people that are more like jeselnik and dimitri martin people right that just like do have word economy and mm-hmm. write just like elegant jokes that stand alone and you don't need to be doing backflips to make them work right i'm i'm with you on that and i also like people with point of view Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever it is, whether they're, you know, black or white or female or whatever it is, if you have point of view and you're going to make me laugh, but also maybe 
come at me from a different angle that I hadn't thought of, mm-hmm. that's something that I absolutely love with, yeah. with comedians. Yeah, so me too. Somebody that may even say something I don't agree with, mm-hmm. but it makes me think, it makes me laugh, then I'm, I'm all about it. Uh, but with Chris, he just posted a video for the first time in about a year. Yeah. And uh, you watched it? I watched it. I yeah. watched it this morning. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I think he hits a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off. You, you got it? All right. So this is Chris D'Elia, uh talking about, uh, you know, if you don't know what happened, Chris D'Elia, very successful comedian, was called out for kind of asking girls that were real young, like 18, and then some of them underage, uh, to like hook up and stuff like that. But I, I give him the benefit of the doubt where I saw the, the emails, like the, mm-hmm. there was some that were edited to make it look worse than they were. Yeah. And then there was some that like he released where like, she's like, I'm 16 or I'm 17. And then he just cut off communication. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go ahead and listen to him talk here. Oh, that was the wrong thing. I gotta get it at the beginning. Um, I know that it's been a really long time since you've heard from me. Um, and when the news broke, um, I put out a statement that said everything I've done has been legal and consensual, and that's true. And I wanted that statement to speak for itself. Um, and I wanted to talk immediately. I wanted to post online. I wanted to do my podcast business as usual. But I, I thought that that might not be the best thing what might be the best thing if i it would be if i just take this time to be with my family try and uh take a long hard look at myself and and just uh and and do that and um it was it was a lot it was hard i i mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Leftovers or... <laughs> The DMV Number 97 Or House cleaning Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun Play over a hundred different games online For free from anywhere You could redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com Live the Chumba life No purchase necessary We're prohibited by law T plus terms and conditions apply See website for details First of all, um, I... I do know how it looks uh, with the uh, with all the stuff that's been said and the the emails that have been put out there and what the media has been uh, trying to say and I know it looks bad um, and it it doesn't show the full scope of the of what happened. Um, I stand by the fact that all my relationships have been consensual and legal. And that's just it. Uh, I think that's, you know, and I, I believe him in that. I mm-hmm. believe that he was doing these things legally, but there is the power dynamic that is comes into play, and that's, that's right. the biggest problem. Yeah, it goes, I don't think, 
it's fair to feel completely on on one end of the other. It's complicated for me, especially. Right. This I, isn't Cosby. This isn't it's, right. This isn't uh, what's his Weinstein. This is mm-hmm. a dude that got real famous, who's good looking, mm-hmm. that who was, took advantage of what who, was yeah. allowed to him. Basically, that in a social media age where girls are coming to you and mm-hmm. your, your DMs, and you're able to contact them directly, whereas you know this is in the 80s or the 70s nobody even really knows about it right it's something that there's rumors about but there's not anything tying him to this the way you know the screenshots of the emails and the messages uh are can be made to look much more damning than they are but doesn't change the fact that it is a cultural thing that we've overlooked for a long time right where people you know especially men in positions of Fame or power will use that to advantage and, you know, get laid. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a level of persuasion that Mm -hmm. comes with it where he could probably sleep with a girl even if she wouldn't have if it wasn't for the circumstances, which that's where the gray area comes in that I I bet probably, I'm not going to speak for the women, I have no idea, but I'm sure there's probably some that ended up regretting it. But also, like, regret is very different and shouldn't be painted in the same as, like, violent rape. Right. Um, so yeah. it's not this thing that where he's, like, getting accused of crime, like mm-hmm. he said. It's still douchey. Yes, he's very much a douche. And I, he, he cops to that. And he also is uh, very straightforward. And, like, that's mm-hmm. another thing where they're like, oh, you're just asking for sex. He's like, because that's all I wanted. Right. And he was being very straightforward about that. Instead of leading them on being like, oh, because there's people that will do that where they'll be like, oh, I'll get you on my show and mm-hmm. I'll, you can tour with me or you can do all these different things. Yeah, it but wasn't was, the Weinstein version right, he, of I'll get you a job. It wasn't a quid pro quo. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm Crystalia, I'm famous, you know, you're a fan of me. Mm-hmm. If you want to fuck, I'm down. Right. And, and what's odd is that like it was fairly known at least like amongst the LA comedy community where mm-hmm. like I don't know him right. personally but it was known that he was cheating on his significant others because yeah. you would just see him around with the person that you knew was his girlfriend and then the next weekend you'd see him around with someone else yeah. and you're like oh I don't even know you and I know you're cheating on your woman it's like right. it, it was common knowledge mm. all right here's another uh, little segment that I I thought was interesting got me And I was talking to one of my friends who, uh, I was talking to one of my friends about this and about the power dynamic and about the familiarity and not having to use that. And he, and I said, why is this, why is that behavior, uh, not okay? Why is it not okay to sleep with somebody if it's consensual and they want to sleep with you? And, and he said, uh, it's okay well, it is okay. It's okay until it's not. And that's a big that's the line point. there. Yeah. And the, and like that's what you know. That's talking about the gray area and how things are perceived. And I thought of this analogy that's similar to hunting. Now, okay. there's some people that hate hunting and they say it's never okay. And then there's people that do ethical hunting where they are hunting to control a population. Control a population. Mm-hmm. They're trying to use the the deer for food and Mm -hmm. you know use every part of the deer is you know try and try and do it in a healthy and like honorable way Mm -hmm. then there's people like big big game hunters 
uh, that are out there just trying to get like a big buck and you know and that's impressive too but then there's like the big game hunters that go to africa Mm -hmm. you know the donald trump juniors of the world yeah where they're going to africa yeah yeah cecil the lion where they're going to you know shoot a lion or an elephant or something like that and they're not doing any of the work Mm -hmm. they're showing up there they have a guide they're riding around in a jeep they're in a conserved like a, a basically a a sanctuary sanctuary for the, for the animals where they can't really get out and they go up oh, there's a lion we're gonna shoot this lion mm-hmm. and that's you know now i get to say i shot a lion yeah and i think An endangered species too yes and that's where i think he crossed over too where it's like yes, yes hunting's okay mm-hmm. until it's not yeah until you're shooting fish in a barrel right and so you know having the honor in it having the you know the cheating isn't a good thing mm-hmm. the uh and again, like the grooming, I don't know how much of that actually happened. I think right. it was it was more just like, hey, I'm here. What's up? Mm-hmm. And he was like very straightforward about that. So I don't know all the details there. But I I, I understand what he's saying by saying uh, it's okay till it's not. Right. Yeah, because until you're that famous and you have, like he was saying in the video, 50 girls in every city in your mm-hmm. DMs, it's like... You don't know what you're going to do in that situation until you're presented in that situation. And not to say that what he did was okay, but Mm -hmm. he wasn't in it and then he was in it. And for someone that is a self-admitted sex addict, as he says later in the video, for someone that's like having to come to terms with their addiction for the first time, having to examine their behavior and ask for help and seek medical help, you don't know till you know. And and as someone who has a lot of friends in 12-step programs, I wouldn't... I don't think it's okay to send people like that into permanent exile forever. I think we have to give people a chance to grow and learn and own up to their shit and take accountability. And I think that's what he did a very good job of in this video where he's like, okay, yes, I didn't do anything illegal, but I was doing things that were wrong. Yeah. It's shady shit. Yeah. It's shady shit. It's douchey shit. It's, you know, not the way you should be acting at a certain point in your life anymore. And I think he takes a pretty good ownership of all that. And uh, hopefully he he doesn't get canceled forever. I think it you know kind of happened at a time where everyone was out of the loop anyway. So mm-hmm. he you know we'll we'll see how people respond to this. But overall, I think it's it is an addiction. Like I I yeah. I went through a phase where when I was like skinny Bill and I was single, I was like able to get. And, and they weren't like 18, 19 year old girls, but there was girls that were always coming at me. And mm-hmm. so I always ha- had options and I didn't have to do a lot of work because they listened to the radio show and they saw me do stand up and they make things real easy for me. And that was like at a much, much lower level than what he had. Right. So I can only imagine how exhilarating that is, especially if you're someone that, you know, he's. And that's his only vice because yeah. he's been very public about the fact that he's like never drank or never right. used substances. It's like, well, then everybody's got their vice when you find it. And for him, it was sex. Yeah. And when you, you know, he's he's a good looking guy. But is he's he? also, but like, is he? Exactly. <laughs> like, he's good looking because he's Chris D'Elia. Like, sure. people will be like, oh, he, but like, if you saw. He's not just like, I see him in line at Target. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, swoon. He's not like a classically handsome guy. No. So there's also that aspect of it where like, for me, being someone that was you know, kind of a goofy friend zoned. I don't even like to use in that term, but like, just like, I didn't know how to talk to women or how to, you know, 
create a relationship and, and make it be something that I want. Like, I wanted to turn sexual, but I would mm-hmm. not come in being honest. And then when they were just like, no, we're just friends. I'd be like, oh, well, this sucks. Uh, so for that to happen to me where I was able to kind of skip all that stuff, it was crazy mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, they just see me and they want to have sex with me. And all I have to do is not mess it up. Bill, yes. We're no longer live. We're no longer live. I just have connection closed oh, on shit. server. Oh. It's, we're still recording. Okay. But I mean. All right. We're yeah. still recording. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I even looked before I even signed. I looked. It's yeah. just said that the connection ended. I didn't touch huh. anything. It happens sometimes. It's okay. Oh, okay. What is this? Texas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll just keep recording. Um, could you go in the chat on the video and just tell people that the rest of the video will be posted later? Yeah. I'm sure there's not like a million people watching anyway. Uh, so yeah, that 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 is tempting, and it's like one of those things where you just you want to indulge as much as you can, but then it also becomes very empty very fast. Of course. And so, yeah. and I think it's also hard for women to understand. Yeah, we don't get hit on like you get like I have not once gotten off of stage after my best sets. There's never a man coming up to me after a show and being like, "That was so hot that you killed like that." Right, but also, you get hit on no matter what. Sure, just not never <laughs> yeah. after the least after doing stand up. Okay, well that's <laughs> and that's funny. Uh, they're like, oh no, she's powerful and has her own thoughts. Not my type. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's you know women always and and I don't want to say you always have options, but it's always there's always people coming. Like men are much more forward about that stuff mm-hmm. versus women. My friend Julia Austin has a great joke about it where it should be measured on uh, how many people you have sex with versus how many people you have the option of having sex with. Yeah, that's a great – yeah, that's funny. And then uh, we're going to get back to this next part. Uh, AJ, you got me? Yeah. All right. All right. This is him talking about uh, the cheating aspect. It was going out of control. And I – I never stopped it. I cheated on most of the girls that I've been with. I cheated on my fiance now. Um, and this is my dream girl. This is the girl that I want to be with for the rest of my life. And even that wouldn't stop what I was doing. Now, that's an interesting thing mm-hmm. because I've been that guy too. I've also been someone that's cheated on people and people wonder why you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things is it's exciting and it's and that excitement gets tied up in oh like your your libido where you're like yeah i have this girl waiting for me but it's more exciting to sneak around and do something wrong Mm -hmm. and i think that comes from like our judeo-christian values in this country where shame is associated with sex and so you need to feel some sort of shame to get turned on, mm-hmm. and that is, I think, very common amongst sex addicts. Oh, a thousand percent, because they're, I mean, the the people that I know who are in, like, the Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, just mm-hmm. like the sex version of AA, um, that is part of it for them. It's not about, like, they're trying to hurt their partner necessarily. It's just... <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie. Pulling the cord over here. That's not okay. Don't chew on that. <laughs> no. Hey, No. Anyway, that's, that's not a toy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, now I forget what I was. Oh yeah, just that it's not about the hurting the partner. It's about I'm trying to get some kind of gratification from doing something I'm not supposed to do. It's exactly right. what you're saying. 
And there is shame tied up in it. I don't know anyone that's like proud of the fact that they've cheated. I mean, it's one of those things where you're just you're not proud, but it's it's just something that you you get such a rush from. Yeah. That it feels like this is nice. For and sure. then you also can find a lot of people that will share that where like you know especially among you know dudes being dudes that that mm-hmm. kind of bullshit where you can share that excitement and they'll be like oh man you're such a dick but it's cool like in like it's almost worshiped mm-hmm. especially in uh you know our like that macho community where it's just like yeah you got your you know you got your girl you got your guma whatever it is <laughs> all that shit and it's i think uh, the thrill of the chase too of mm-hmm. having that Yes. Conquest of like, oh, you've got not only do you have your partner, you can also still go out and get whoever you like. It doesn't having a partner doesn't take you out of the game. Right. I think is part of it. I yeah, it's it's like and then you're finding these people that you're manipulating because you're either you're very rarely straight up with them. Mm-hmm. You're like saying, oh, we have an open relationship or we have an understanding or, you know, things are on the rocks right now. And so you're just lying so much mm-hmm. and it's like just deteriorating your soul right because you're so used to lying and like pushing down the shame or like p- using the shame as like sexual fuel or something it just it really does take a toll on you and i think in the past year that's what he's been able to look at the most mm-hmm. so hopefully he gets it together and, and he's you know people will forgive him for what he's done and it's uh He'll, he'll have a chance to continue doing what he's doing. Yeah, some people will, but unfortunately we exist be, yeah. in a vacuum of people that are never going to forgive him, the same people that, you know, yeah. are still very anti-Louis that'll, like, never forgive someone right. like Louis. Um, it's it's going to be a permanent mm-hmm. thing that's... And he's never going to get fully past it. I think he'll right. recoup to an extent, but yeah. we exist currently in this society of people that are in a mob that are just never going to forgive any infraction. Right. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, that's just something you have to deal with. And it sucks. It is. But it sucks that anyone has to deal with that because you look at, like, our criminal justice system and unless you commit murder or something of that echelon, you serve an explicit, a very specific amount of time, mm-hmm. and then you can go back to your life. And, but and it's really not like can that you, in though? entertainment. I mean, if you want to – you really can't go back to your life in the same way because you get – institutionalized and you mm-hmm. and there's still a stigma against you for being an ex There's ex-con. definitely still a stigma absolutely so. but there should be these like time periods where you're well, held accountable and then hopefully if if you're rehabilitated or mm-hmm. you're trying or you're working on yourself whatever it is Right if you're showing effort and if growth If you're showing effort that you can like re-enter society like mm-hmm. everyone deserves a second chance if it's not something that's so and unconscionable also, Making everything so one note where it's like well Louis did this and it's and that makes him a terrible person. In some people's eyes, it does. In some forever. people's eyes, yeah. it does. But then you also look at, like, he gave other people a lot of opportunities and mm-hmm. did a lot of very good things for people and created a lot of very thoughtful content. Not just funny, but thoughtful. Right. And so it's, you know, I think it's more complicated than some people want it to be. Some people mm-hmm. want it to be Some people black want and him white. in exile forever. Yes. And they want, you know, Dalia in exile forever. Mm-hmm. They want things to be black and white. And I think that... It changes when the mirror gets turned back on them because I've I've done things I'm not proud of. I'm sure you've done things you're not Absolutely. proud of. And when you're at a level where people are constantly reminding you of those things, when you're trying to move past them and trying to 
you know, grow as a person, I think that does a disservice to us as a, as a society to say that we can't forgive people. And it we does. Can't, and, and we can't show, like, where's your growth? Right. Where's where's your ability to Shouldn't you be forgive? forgiven for yes, what you've done? Exactly. And and shouldn't you have the ability to forgive mm-hmm. and also, you know, let somebody move past it cuz as far as I know, this is what we get. We get to be here and that's it. I don't know what's happening after. I don't know what happened before. Uh there could be other stuff, but for this life, our choices are what they are and we can't change the things we already did. Yeah, tell that so. to the Twitter lynch mob though. Oh, uh, but then yeah. <laughs> But I, I don't. I think they just have fun doing it. They have fun doing it, and they would never, as you said, turn the mirror on themselves and right. examine their own mistakes. That hopefully they would get forgiven. Like when for. they call out, call, call out somebody that wasn't actually a bad person, and they right. had the facts wrong. They're never like, "Oh, we got this wrong. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to take a little break and examine my life now." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming through today, Lena. Of course. Thank you oh, for having me. Did you have any more uh, controversial opinions? I asked you if you had any. You did, and I told you the Fast and Furious thing. Is that um, it? Think anything else? If not, it's okay. You know, I'll, I'll say this. This is like a silly, and I don't know how controversial this is, but in the day and age of Instacart and having mm. a lot of food delivered, I love grocery shopping. Oh, and yeah? I might be one of the last people left that authentically loves grocery shopping. I don't know why. No, it's I think there's like a lot a of people thrill. that love it. Okay, good. I, see, I don't I don't get any, like, Instacart delivered or anything mm-hmm. like that. I like going I like going early. Like, so today, I was up at 7.30, Got the dog out, you know, and then I went to Target at like 8 a.m. And that's the best time to go to like a Target or a grocery store before everybody else is there. Mm -hmm. So you can browse. You don't have to like dodge people. You don't have you don't even have to worry like about social distancing because no one's Mm -hmm. in there. No one's in there. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love it. I'm glad you love it, too. I was feeling like an outcast there. No, I think it's more prevalent in L.A. and also like more populated areas. Yeah. Where like I could see like I don't like going shopping when it's nuts to butts Mm -hmm. but like if i can go early in the day or like the middle of the night when there's nobody there yeah it's i'm all for it and you can like kind of zigzag around you're like i gotta get this but i Mm -hmm. forgot this and you're just all over the place you're like this is almost like getting my steps in for the day (laughs) i got i got five thousand steps just walking around the grocery store yeah it's great all right well thank you galena you can follow galena on her uh social media twitter and instagram at thumb galena and you can check out her podcast, Podcast and Serious. Podcast and Curious. Curious. I'm stupid. It's a play on Fast and Furious. Podcast and Curious. There you go. Uh, which I've been on and uh, you had Kelsey Cook on. Who's your mm-hmm. l- latest? Kelsey was my latest. Okay. And because I've been out of town, I, no, that's yes. my last episode. All right. Well, check that out. Uh, it's very, very funny. And uh, thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time. Let me play out some music. is the Bill Squire Show. Happened sometimes. I don't know exactly what happened during like the helicopter yesterday. Um, I guess we're not going to get to the toilet.
No toilet cam indeed. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details.